Welcome to the Lights, Camera, Rant Podcast. Your source for the latest on movies, TV shows, and video games. Get ready for ranting, raving, and reviewing. Here is your host, Lee. Hi everyone, welcome back for another edition of Lights, Camera, Rant. As my wonderful voiceover guy said, I'm your host Lee, and I appreciate anyone new coming into this episode for the first time. Welcome to the party, stick around, get some drinks. Anyone who's reoccurring, get out, see this door, get out, doesn't matter. You start to see the place and you try to smell, you're still on alcohol. Um, but actually, please don't go, take the back door. Anyway... Uh, today's episode, we're going to talk about What If Episode 8 Ultron. We're going to be talking about Invincible. I was finally late to the party, but I was able to watch that. As well as Free Guy, which was actually a surprise that came on Disney Plus, because I was actually expecting that to be a lot longer away. Um, and obviously, get down to some video game news as well. Uh, first things first, uh, we're going to talk about. So, happy to tell you guys that I've got a Facebook page now for Lights, Kim, and Rant. Please go check that out. Obviously, like Camerant. Um, you'll be able to see it. It's got, obviously got the logo, first thing. Uh, if you're looking for anything in particular, it's podcast LCR. I couldn't do Lights Camerant because apparently that's doesn't there's an incorrect word. Thanks, Zuckerberg. Um, but yeah, we've got the Facebook page going for this podcast where we're going to be posting the majority of my stuff with my Instagram, as well as uh, TBA at this stage because I didn't realize how much detail goes into it and the fine tuning, uh, but I will have a website. It is currently in the works uh, right right now, doing all the fine tuning, uh, which I hope to bring you guys. We'll be able to you know see the full ca- obviously you know see a wage page for the full catalog of episodes, Instagram, um, obviously the anchor. Uh, as well as if you want to buy any merch um, as well, it's going to be all on there. Uh, I just have to put it all together because I, when I opened it up, I was like, oh, cool, I can do this and this and this. And it was like 50 options. I'm like, okay, this is going to take a little bit longer than I thought. Um, shit. <laughs> um, but that's in the works. Uh, so that's going to be bringing out. So I hope you guys... Uh, like the Facebook page as well as as soon as we get the episode uh, website up and going, I'm gonna span that out to every single platform this podcast can go to, uh, so you can look forward to that as well as there'll be a mailing thing, email thing if you want to send me emails, um, asking about any questions. Another cool thing that I will introduce it in this past week, which I thank the app Anchor is we're going to start having questions and polls that will come on in each episode. So after each episode moving forward, uh, you can either have a poll or a question, uh, which which is only unfortunately only accessed on Spotify. So anyone who doesn't listen to it on Spotify, that's all good. Uh, but if you do listen to Spotify, there will be questions, there will be polls. And yeah, if you please, if you're able to participate in them, love to get everyone's feedback on this. Like, you know, the questions are obviously going to be Anything about the episode, anything looking forward to, polls of like what uh, what movies do you want me to review or what's, you know, what do you want input? Um, you know, just a little bit back and forth. But yeah, guys, if you could check that out. Uh, after, So moving forward, after epi- episode moving forward now, they're going to have all that. Um, I, gotta, I don't know anything else. So I might go back and change all them, but at this stage, it will be moving forward uh, will be a fully solid. Uh, my back catalog, though, that's going to take a little bit of tweaking. However, but moving forward, please go check that out after every Spotify episode. Um, but yeah, so let's get down to the news first. Like, first things first, I love rolling off the bat. Um, as I said last week, I said the fact that uh, any lawsuit, which Marvel now has two lawsuits going, uh, sadly, yes, lawsuit about the uh, copyright for all the characters, uh, the fact that the creators, are, well, actually, it's not really the creators. It's, well, it could be, but it's the estate of the creators is suing Marvel because they want the characters back because they want more money. And Marvel's, or I think it's Marvel or Disney or both, is suing back, saying, like, no, like, you know, it was comic book for hire. You've got, you know, we're giving you the money that we already have. Like, you're not entitled to any more. We legally can use these characters. Uh, but the other four, first lawsuit was with Black Widow, which got announced this week, is actually done. 
Uh, lawsuits is all taken care of. They found a common ground, uh, which according to the report, Black Widow, oh, Scarlett Johansson, got $40 million. Now, that's awesome. She's most entitled to it. However, last I saw, um, streaming service made $60 million. Disney Plus made directly sales. So it makes me wonder, like, out of entire MCU, will Black Widow actually be deemed as a profitable movie or be a complete loss? And will it be Marvel's fully lost? Uh, look, which, you know, is no fault to Marvel. Don't get me wrong. They had every right to make the movie. Like, it was, you know, there was nothing about the creativity that this should not get made. I think it 100% should have made I think 100% should should come out sooner, especially where it's set uh, after Civil War. However, um, yeah, it kind of... Look, it, it, it's, it came out, it's come out at the worst time possible, which obviously the pandemic era. So that's why they split it um, into both the normal release and dual release, um, which has caused this entire uh, backlash, which is why the lawsuit got into there. However, yeah, I still think the fact that they had every right to, you know, make this movie, it was a good movie. Like, I, it was, it was good. You know, I did like the different, different way it was shot. I have done my review a few episodes ago, so please go check out my review on that. Um, however, I think as I stated, the fact it was more like filling in the gap, it really wasn't like, oh my god, like 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 this is going to move the story forward, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, like it was really more filling the gap. Of course, there was things in there, the fact that, you know, filled it, you know, moved the story forward, however, it was more like, wasn't desperate to see it. Which a lot of people have told me, you know, weren't overly desperate to see this at all, so, which I completely understand. But uh, yes, the lawsuit's resolved. Uh, Scarlett Jane's got $40 million, and apparently also in the press release, no hard feelings, because apparently there's still, Scarlett Jane's still working with them on MCU projects, as well as the Tower of Terror movie they're making, which is, I think is really good, the fact that they're still working together, there's no hard feelings, and you know, Scarlett Johansson is in as integral to the MCU. She is a founder. So anytime that they can come back and use it for any shape or form, hundred um, percent. Obviously, that can't happen. What if? However, if they do make what if season two, then she'd be able to come in um, and voice her character. However, the voice, the actor who's voicing Black Widow right now is doing a solid job of it. So I'm kind of like torn, like, uh, you're doing a good job, but then going, we should kind of get the original Black Widow solved. Um, but yeah, that's all resolved. That's all tip-top notch, which is really good, really positive. Um, as well as Venom, Let There Be Carnage, got released this past week. Apparently, or yeah, last week, and it's made already $60 million at the box office, which is good, but not over- overwhelmingly good. Um, however, unfortunately, I'm trying to make sure I don't see the end credit scene. Apparently, um, the end credit scene is something to go with, spy, um, obviously, Venom 3. And apparently, I've heard a rumor it's something to also do uh, with Spider-Man No Way Home. However, I'm really trying not to look at it. I'm like, no, no, I'll wait. I'll wait. But let's just, uh, I'm pretty sure anyone can count how long I'm going to be out of wait. It's, I'm going to crack. Actually, I'm going to crack if we don't get, if we, when we get out of lockdown, which at the moment, my state of Victoria, we're still in lockdown. We're looking at November the 5th, the 4th to get out of lockdown. And look, if Venom is still not in cinemas at that stage, I will have to, you know, do it. And because it would still be another month before it gets into streaming platforms, which, Oh, yeah, it'd probably still be about another month in the fact that, you know, Spider-Man uh, No Way Home is right around the corner. So, However, unfortunately, look, this is just a candidate thing. I haven't seen it yet, obviously, but it has got currently a 60% on Rotten Tomatoes, which, look, I'm not going to be honest. I didn't, I wasn't waiting for this movie to be outstanding or groundbreaking. I was just looking forward to this movie. It's going to be a solid movie. However, nothing like 
my god, you guys, this is fantastic, you know, breaking the bars and everything. So, but I played about six, I was half expecting 60% or 70% of Rotten Tomatoes um, of the reviews. However, look, that's what people think. However, I might go see and be like, this is bloody great. This is fantastic print money. Um, but obviously, it's still printing money because they have confirmed Venom 3. No release date, but it is confirmed. It is leading into that. Um, so, yeah. So, go if you're in a state right now where you can see Venom, please go see it. And please let me know how good it is because I really want to go see it. Ah, really want to go see Shang-Chi 2. Out. Um, also, what came out in the past week is the latest James Bond film, No Way to uh, No Time to Die. I was like, No Way Home. <laughs> no time to No Time to Die. Apparently, it's uh, the reviews of it have been very good. However, probably the most common thing I've been seeing is the fact everyone says it's a solid outing for Daniel Craig um, for his last Bond film. However, that's about it. Everything else is to the wayside, which you know, it's kind of it's kind of sucky. But look, you know, as long as he got his, um, you know, his send off, his well wish, he's uh, going out in style, you know, and and he's he's done a solid James Bond. And honestly, if it, if you haven't seen any of his movies, just go watch Casino Royale. That is my top pick. For Daniel Craig, which uh, I will go through at one point, and I will watch all of them, and of course bring my lovely reviews to you guys, and we can discuss all of them. Uh, but yes, that's come out. I'm going to definitely go see it if I don't get it locked down. As I said again, yeah. Um, however, that's where it is. It's going to be interesting because, like, um, you know, the fact that he even came back for another movie is just mind-boggling. Because you watch any interview after the last one, he's got so much disdain. He doesn't like it. Yeah, you know, he like he was like. I think the most common was that he would rather break his hand in glass and rub it in, whether or not he would do whether he would rather do that than go in there James Bond film. But hey, as anyone says, when there's money on the table, you do not leave it, and he did not leave it. And obviously, you want to go out, you know, in a character like that after you've been doing it for nearly nine, ten years, you want to go out with a bang, whether you you know you have reserves or if you don't feel right. Like, you know, if I was an actor and, you know, if I got to the point where I got sick of a role and I get some toe and someone told me, look, look, we're going to make one more. This is going to be a last one. Um, you know, we've got this whole plan, depending on the script, of course. I think I'd be all in. Like, yeah, look, I'll go one more round. But this is it. I want a send-off. I'm done. That's it. I'll do this. I'll give my A 100% into it. But this is my last go-around. Um, but, yeah, if you... Go check it out, and yeah, that's Lance from James Bond. Really cool. Um, they also announced new poster of Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett TV show on Disney Plus that's coming out um, December 29th. That starts streaming, um, which I'm really looking forward to. The book of Boba Fett after so we saw how happened on the end of season two of The Mandalorian. So December is actually shaking up to be a big month. Internals, No Way Home. Uh, sorry, internals November, but yeah, by the time you see it, um, No Way Home and Book of Boba Fett. So actually, yeah, actually, yeah. Um, Boxing Day is when we get No Way Home Spider Man and Boba Fett's the 29th of uh, 29th of December. So yeah, guys, get ready for you know, get ready for some major views and what is coming up next. Um, what also got announced is well as a Rick and Morty Halloween special that's coming on Netflix. Um, so obviously it's, it's not going to be next season, but they are doing a Halloween because it's October, everybody! Time to get into your Halloween gear and get ready for trick-o-treating. Um, as this episode gets released, obviously. Um, best Halloween movie or Christmas movie, however you want to put it, um, yet you need to go see, if you haven't seen it already, is Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. If you haven't seen that, please end this podcast. Please go see that movie and come and join me right at this point, and then you'll know my frustrations that you haven't seen it already. Uh, it's a great movie. It's one of my favorite Christmas slash Halloween movies, and yeah, it's a, honestly typical Tim Burton. You got it all over it. Um, but yeah, go get ready for Halloween spirit, guys. We're in it now. Um, but yeah, so looking forward to that, as well as the cast 
of Super Mario Movie got announced. Um, which is coming out December the 21st, 2022. Um, so this, as I said a couple of weeks ago, this is going to be uh, from the same makers of Despicable Me and Minions, which I think is a solid choice. Uh, obviously, you know, you see what they've done with Sing. That's fantastic. And what they're going to do with the rest. Um, so I'm really pumped for this. Interesting enough, Chris Pratt will be playing Mario. Seth Rogen is playing Donkey Kong. And Jack Black is playing Bowser. Uh, if you do go on my uh, if you do go on my Instagram page, the rest of the cast is up there. There were probably the three notable people when I read it. Um, but yeah, Chris Pratt is playing Mario, an Italian plumber made in Japan, voiced by an American originally. Actually, the original voicer of Mario, who still does it today, um, he's actually in the movie as well. He's doing apparently at this stage various voiceover role so it'll be interesting how it's all going to play out and how this movie is going to come out as well and hopefully fingers crossed which we have seen with sonic obviously um it doesn't suffer the video game movie curse which i don't think it will because it's animated it's by the despicable me people um please if you don't know what the video game curse is please go check it out and once you do you'll completely understand why sonic was such a big thing and it broke you know, broke the curse. Resident Evil, look, yeah, it did very well. However, if you look at the majority of the reviews, it made the money, didn't make the reviews. But yeah, that's coming out too. So yeah, so a little bit came out this week. This past week, a bit came out of like all the news here and there. And I was like, all right, that's cool. I'll grab that. Oh, that's cool. I'll grab that. I'll grab that. Oh, I didn't know that. It was like, it was a lot. Um, also, if you haven't, please go check out um, my mate's uh, Mark's uh, review page. Mark my words. He's done. He's done a little bit. He's recently done a free guy review because um, it just came out, obviously. Uh, and he's done a few more other reviews. Please go check him out. He'll love it. Um, sorry, you'll love it. He's doing solid work on it, and really proud of him because he, you know, he's really motivated to do this. He's currently in the process of fine tweaking everything, and I can't wait to get him on episode and we're going to start chatting that in more depth um but yeah also i'm telling you it has been a big week because also we i know all right like i know i know how you feel guys trust me uh also i do want to mention the fact that uh the sly cut for rocky um rocky four uh where he versus uh the russian uh, has been released. A trailer for that movie is Sylvester Stallone's recounting the film with 40 minutes of extra footage. Um, so the director's cut version, even though I feel like all of them would be his director's cut, knowing what Sly is like. Uh, but yeah, so Sylvester Stallone is recounting Rocky IV. Go check that out. I watched the trailer. It, look, it's, you know, I, it looks good. Don't get me wrong. It looks good. It looks very clear. So it looks like they've also done... Some digital updating on that as well. So that should be good to watch. Um, anytime a director gets involved, obviously, so it's just alone, uh, recuts the film. You know, it's interesting to see what gets left on the floor, gets added. Because I saw the other day that it uh, also got announced that apparently David Ayer's cut of Suicide Squad, the original one, apparently is getting pushed forward in HBO Max and they're going to do the same thing as the Snyder cut. I'm like... Whoa, okay, we're going ahead with this. Um, look, I have been very candid in my review of the first Suicide Squad movie. However, I will watch it if it's been recut. If he does a director's cut, I will watch that. Because I want to see what was left on the floor and how shitty the first one was. But uh, yeah, so the director's cut of Rocky IV trailer dropped as well. And a TV show I haven't watched yet, but... I will go check out is Squid Game. That got released on Netflix. That has blown out of the water, and everyone's talking about this. Like everyone wants to know what's you know everyone's watching Squid Game, how morbid it is, and apparently it's really good. Um, so I will watch that. But yeah, if you guys have watched it. What do you think of Squid Game? Because that's yeah, that's getting some momentum as well. Um, so moving on, so that's all my news for now, but let's move on to the reviews uh, that I've got here. 
Actually, no, I've still got more news. Still got more news, but let's get into the reviews. So, the last episode of What If, episode 8, Ult- if Ultron 1. Wow, like, I'm not gonna lie, like, this episode is fantastic from start to finish. And it's scary, too. Like, given the fact that what if he actually won um, in Avengers 2 Age of Ultron? So, in this particular universe, uh, Ultron was able to get into Vision's body, and then when he got... And when he got into Vision's body, he was able to launch nuclear missiles. He beat the Avengers, blew it up. The only people left were Black Widow and Hawkeye because of the fact they were flying. And it's, yeah, like even the Watcher, like I felt felt for the Watcher because he was like, this is one of the saddest universes and you see like what could have happened. Obviously, Sofcovia didn't happen with... Um, the meteorite dropped out down to Earth because he, you know, he didn't have to go that far. He could just beat the Avengers in Vision's body. And after he launched missiles, he beat the Avengers, and then um, you saw what the world world came to, as well as you also saw the fact that he killed Thanos in a split second, just straight in the middle, split him in half, and yeah, holy shit. And then he gets all the Infinity Stones, and he's like, absolutely OP. There is nothing that can stop him. And it's interesting to see, um, I love this episode from start to finish. It was interesting to see how, you know, just the smallest difference, which I know the show is always, that's what their premise is, can make the biggest ramifications. Because the fact that, you know, what Ultron's plan was going to entail, and how much destruction there is. And this shows you, the more destruction to come. Now, not only does he take over the planet, he gets the Infinity Stones, and he goes after the rest of the universe. He, he jumps to different planets. We have seen the MCU takes them over and blows them up. He beats Captain Marvel, which we learned the only way you beat Captain Marvel is take a ride on the core of a planet and blow up the planet, basically. And he does all that with full Ultron, Vision, and the Infinity Stones body. And you're just watching going, holy shit, honestly. And it's a fantastic episode. It's really sad. Um, However, there was a lot of, you know, this, yeah, this is the one. This is the one where all crossovers is. This is the big one. And I'm, which had made me so pumped for next week's episode. Sorry, this week's episode. So pumped for, because I'm like, how is this going to end? 100% 100% it's going to be they're going to bring in the multiverse Guardians of the Galaxy or multiverse Guardians Avengers of the Galaxy. Um, they're going to have to bring it, you know, they're going to have to bring it in to beat Ultron because not only does he take over the planets and takes over the galaxy, now the Watch is obviously talking, doing his narrating, and Ultron can hear him. Ultron finds him, and then they have this whole multiverse battle. And I love the watcher's reaction. He's like, he's like, what the hell is this? Oh, it was just so funny. Um, but yeah, then they get started fighting. And then they start doing a multiverse fight. Really cool. It was a reference to Star Wars. As they're, they're doing a fight, they go into like multiple dimensions at once. Similar to like in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 when they're do, trying to do the flight pattern. Um, but yeah, you did see Star Wars. You did see... Uh, you did see the fact uh, Star, uh, oh, Vader's castle, uh, Mustafa, the lava planet. You saw that. You're like, whoa, that's cool. So, yeah, the director did want to have uh, Luke Skywalker in the series. However, Disney said, no, he's not an Avenger. Like, come on, can we have him? No, he's Avenger. He's not an Avenger. Come on. No, he's not an Avenger. So they couldn't have him. But I'm really glad they got to include a Star Wars reference because that possibility... It magnifies everything because the fact that you know the watch has access to this world of Star Wars, you know, Iron Man meeting Luke Skywalker, you know, a, 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 a Iron Man lightsaber like the possibilities are endless, which obviously this show is pushing. Um, but you know, it just gets that creative mind going, gets the blood pumping. Um, but yeah, so the that's really cool they could really do that so this episode was a little bit slow at the start but eventually we had to pick up and it was boom 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 the whole way through and 
I was just, yeah, I was so pumped and on every bit of the way. So apparently it's still its own episode and episode nine will be a sequel slash it's still its own episode as well. So all these episodes are leading to this episode nine, which we're going to eventually see the crossover. And you do see in this episode the endgame parallel. Unfortunately, Hawkeye dies instead of Black Widow. And it's a similar thing. They're on the... Oh, they're, you know... She's holding on to him. He lets him go. And you do do like the parallel on that. Still a very light comedy in this episode, even though how grim and dark it was. Um, it was still... Yeah, it was still a lot of, a lot of funny bits. You did see President Cap, uh, Captain Rogers as they go into, a, uh, go into a world. You did see that. So that's a whole storyline. I'm like, yes. Steve Rogers is president. You've got my vote. Um, and but yeah, Ultron is absolutely peak full of power. I don't know how they're going to defeat him, and the fact that I do feel bad for Thanos in a sense, the fact that nearly this series has completely nullified one of the most badass villains in the MCU to basically a punching bag or to uh, you know a little form would be a little bitch because uh, <laughs> he got killed instantly. He's straight up gone. Um, another thing interesting to me, it was a bit where they're doing a flash scene where you did see, you know, the cradle where Vision was getting made as what she was telling the story. And the interesting thing was, as all the Avengers were around the cradle, uh, similar to Age of Ultron, uh, Black Widow was there. Black Widow actually wasn't there. It was actually Scarlet and Quick, uh, sorry, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. They're not in this. They're not in that cradle scene either. So... I don't, yeah, I'm curious to see how that changed and all of that. They didn't come apart because obviously with no, you know, no Scarlet Witch, no Vision, you know, that's all notified out the door. Uh, but yeah, I th- noticed that. I thought that was really, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Um, I want to, yeah, I want to have that diverge from that storyline. Um, but yeah, the Witcher versus, sorry, the Watcher versus Ultron goes like super powered, like goes almost super Saiyan in the scene. And he's losing. He's 100% starts losing, and he doesn't know how he's going to beat him. There was also a Galactics, Galactus reference in there. Ultron eats a galaxy, and you're like, holy freaking shit. Like, it was solid episode. This, uh, amongst all episodes, is like my two or three top tier episodes right now. It, uh, it's great. Um, I think I'm glad they, uh, and also I'm glad they did justice for Ultron, you know, he's only, as I said, he only did one, ep- you know, one movie, but I'm glad they've done him justice, uh, I feel like, you know, he's redeemed in some way, because you like, you actually do see what he was going to do if he didn't get defeated by those pesky Avengers, um, but yeah, all in all, all sold episode, I'm pumped for season for episode nine, what that's going to bring. Um, but if you haven't gone and watched it, please go check it out. It you know it just it answers a lot of questions and gets your mind thinking of, oh wow, if that happened, what else could happen in this entire MCU? Which the creators of this are still pushing the fact that this will have ramifications in the MCU. So this is MCU uh, canon. But yes, yeah, so what that's going to bring is going to be really cool. Um, please go check it out as always. Um, but yeah, I'm pumped to see episode nine and it's going to be sad when this comes to an end because I'm like, I want season two. But when episode nine does come out and I do review it, I will at the same time, uh, I will review that episode and we'll do, going to do a look at the entire series overall and do a reflection and it's going to be like, you know, Overall, this is a story. Let's see how it all looks back to back, back to back, back to back. Uh, but yeah, pump for it. Please go check it out, guys, because it's just going to be out of this world, which you can see. Um, oh, of course. I forgot to mention as well. Most of all, the Watcher loses, and then he goes see Doctor Strange from the Doctor Strange episode and asks him for help. So I'm like, oh my God. I'm so pumped for episode nine because I'm like, how's this going to work? You know, Party Thor as well. How that's going to come in. It's all going to tie in. Yeah, we're going to get a multiverse guns of the Avengers multiverse. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. Or multiverse 
Revenges, Avengers. Yeah, well, yeah, you know what I mean, guys. <laughs> um, another thing that came out this past week that I had to go watch was Free Guy. So Free Guy came out on Disney Plus, and what I was trying to say earlier was I wasn't expecting for it to come out because at last I read about it, it wasn't going to come out on Disney Plus for another year because you know this is still this was went into production when it was still on the Fox banner, which HBO do believe had the distribution rights, which means it was going to have to go there first for like a year or something, and Disney Plus. So obviously Disney must have done that nice mouse money and be like, no, we're taking the movie. We want it for ours. This will look too weird. So, yeah. So, it was a surprise to get it. I was like, yes! So, this particular movie is Brian Reynolds as Guy. Or, you know, Free Guy. Uh, where he's an NPC in... A, basically, this is Grand Theft Auto. It's a Grand Theft Auto story. Like, you could take out Free Guy and call it a Grand Theft Auto story of an NPC. Which means non, a non-playable character. Um, obviously, uh, Rowan's character is an NPC, he goes through his day-to-day, and then he sees a girl, which throws him off, and he goes, starts doing everything that's not meant to happen in the game. Now look, it's actually, it's a good movie, um, it's, it's a funny movie, there's other bits and pieces I was like, alright, that was really good. Ryan Reynolds is in his peak Ryan Reynolds form, now a lot of, uh, similarities to Deadpool, which you can tell. Um, but this was a lot of fun. I made May watch this too. So she was like, this isn't funny. I'm like, it's funny. It's good. Trust me. Uh, she still didn't trust me after it finished. Uh, yeah, still didn't trust me after it finished. However, um, in the end, she still watched it with me. Ha <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this is a, it's a good feel movie. You know, obviously love and so I'm becoming free, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is really good. Taika Waititi does really well as as well. You know, I totally forgot. You know, I totally forgot the fact he was in Green Lantern. There's actually a short uh, there's an interview with them both, and they're like, "No, we never worked together. We never have. We've never heard of Green Lantern ever." And you're like, "Yeah, you know, if I was in that movie too, I would also uh, neglect that I was ever in that." But yeah, Taika Waititi does very well. So does the rest of the cast. Um, you know, it's light-hearted. It's a little... Uh, it's not too brutal. There's some really good cameos. Uh, I'm going to have to spoil it, but obviously I'm going to spoil it because... Spoilers alert! Ah, this is my first spoiler. Damn it, I didn't do it before I mentioned about episode 8. Oh, whatever. You, you guys should know there's always going to be spoilers on this. Um, not to mention, this movie's been out for like a month and the episode's out for like a week. Like, come on, like chip, chip, chip chop... Chip chop, no, that doesn't sound right. Tip top, hurry up, whatever. Uh, <laughs> um, Chris Evans is in it, which is really cool with the shield, um, as well as Shane Tatum is in it as well. I wasn't expecting him, but uh, yeah, it's all over. It's a good movie. However, look, I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't blown away. I wasn't like, whoa, like uh, Ready Player One. When I watched that for the first time, I'm like, this is fantastic. This is awesome. I want to show everyone this. Free Guy, I'm a bit more like, yeah, it's really good. You want a good feel, laugh. Go watch this. Um, the CGI in it, it works, I would say, about 70% of the time. There are a couple of moments, and I was like, that didn't really work. Did it? Did it? Um, which, you know, it's... Obviously, it's a type of movie. It's going to have that CGI moments. You know, it's going to be heavily CGI. However, I feel like in this day and age, you know, you can do better, and you've seen better. Like, go look at Terminator Two. That CGI still holds up today. You know, that is fan fucking tastic. Yet, movie nearly twenty years later still struggles. I'm like, mm, come on, guys, who didn't pay the dude? Who didn't pay the CGI guy? Um, that was probably a thing, it was the fact some of the CGI didn't work, um, however, yeah, I wasn't blown away by it, I wasn't like, I want a sequel to this, I want to know more, I was like, alright, good, contained story in its own thing, like, it doesn't work, there's no, there's nothing here about a sequel, but I, I'm totally happy with it being so, it just didn't, yeah, probably the best thing is it wasn't blown away, I thought, yep, it's a good movie. That's that's almost full stop. But you know, it's 
Probably what didn't... Oh, it did still work. Because Ryan Reynolds, you know, Deadpool. However, I feel like a lot of... Like, it, it wasn't a full separate from Deadpool, which could be, you know, a little bit, like, definite to the whole him playing this character. Which you can see, like, you know, this maybe too close to home, if you will. Um, however, you know, if you do like video games, if you do like Rowan's, go check it out. However, you know, just don't, you know, um, don't expect to be blown away right, like Ready Player One um, or, like, it's nothing major. Like, you know, this has done, it did get very good reviews. Um, like, I'm 100%. It's a good movie. However, it just wasn't... Wasn't wow. I was like, oh, like cool. All right, cool, 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 cool. Um, that was about that's how it was. I'd watch it again. Um, if it was on the background, if it was on, but I probably won't go watch it again by choice. Ready Player One, though, all for it. I'm gonna go watch that again. Hundred and twenty percent. If you haven't seen that movie, please go check that out. But yeah, it wasn't blown away. But I was really glad I got to finally watch it because you know the reviews were good and it did it did alright. Um, but yeah, that was, that's my review for Free Guy. Top, you know, good, not blown away, don't need a sequel, it's okay. Some laughs, that's about it. Did like all the references in it, like, you know, there's Halo references, Portal references, there's obviously Grand Theft Auto references, there's a lot of references in there to break down, um, which is really cool, and, you know, just the fact that, you know, like he killed a man. He's in pieces. He's just resting in pieces. I love that uh, between him and his best friend. Um, I did like. I will admit, I did like the aspect, the fact that like you know what happens if an NPC comes aware, and I know a lot of people be like, you know, this is how Skynet starts. <laughs> um, I did see a meme the other day. It was um, someone was lying down in, the, in their living room, and their vacuum cleaner. Oh, sorry, their uh, automatic vacuum cleaner sucked up the hair and someone comes like, yep, and this is how Skynet starts, this is how it all goes. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, go check out Free Guy if, if you're up for that for just a feel-good movie. Um, moving on, Invincible. Invincible, I finally got to watch that, watch all episodes, and my God, this is awesome. I know, I know, I'm late to the party. I'm currently working my way through The Boys at the moment. I'm up to Season 2, Episode 5. The Boys is fantastic. Um, but I will hold my review until the, until I watch the whole thing and uh, we'll talk about my episode. But Invincible, this is uh, uh, this is awesome. You know, I wish I watched it sooner. Um, the action is good. Uh, it's brutal as 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 fuck like it's you know there is no holes barred to this and that starts straight off on episode one and you know i said to dean and mark and Perry, i was like you know if i didn't already see everything on tiktok and obviously you know if i watched it when it normally came out that first scene in episode one you'd be like what the fuck is going on what 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 what, what? like what honestly when you watch that at first episode you completely like I have no idea what's going on. But, you know, it's a good show. I liked the story. It had me questioning all the way through. It kept wanting me to keep going, watching more, which a TV series is obviously meant to do. I am pumped for season two. There was a lot set up for season two, which is awesome. And the fact that, you know, where where has On Man gone? J.K. Simmons nails being a evil Superman, you know, between this and between... Uh, Jonah Jameson, fan, fantastic, solid performance. So was uh, Stephen. I'm probably butchering this. Stephen Yin Yun. Probably butchered that completely. As Mark, he did a great job as well. And I, as I said before, I will say I'm sorry I'm like the party. You know, Mark was preaching me to this and the boys for ages. He's like, why haven't you watched it? What are you doing? He was always like getting frustrated at me. I'm like, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. And as soon as I told him, like, I finally watched it. He's like, oh, see, a fucking dollar. You're like, why? Yeah. He just he had, he went let loose, <laughs> which I can really understand why. Now, now I've watched it. Um, but overall, it's a really good show. And obviously, 
It's, as you can probably tell, it's based off a comic which ran from 2003 to 2018. Um, so obviously you can go look at the comic if you want to see what happens in season two and three. Uh, there is no release date for season two as yet. I have checked. because um, obviously, the fu- So which hopefully will be similar to this year to next year. So it'll probably be early next year we get season two, you know, around about the March may kind of area hopefully sooner because i'm jacked i'm pumped for this um probably my only probably you know it's at moments does get really dark like really like horror kind of vibes in it which uh happens in episode and it does happen later on um probably the only kind of thing i do have against it is oh you know probably negative was at some points of it, it just the animation style looked like it became poor day or everyone went to everyone went on their break because some of the yeah some of the way it was drawn just looked really lazy and but the but problem what made it really stand out a lot more was the fact that they would do it real lazy yet the next scene would be something they would use like cgi or something and that would look pristine great a lot like you know, not in the same, not the same degree, but it's the same kind of vein was uh, Dragon Ball Super. Um, Dragon Ball Super, there were moments in it, like you could tell when the, the animators had a lazy day, yet the next episode would be a fight and it look, would look crisp animation. And I'm like, why? Like, why are you lazy on that episode? And then you do this fantastic. Like, it makes it stand out worse. But yeah, there was a couple of moments in this, I will admit, I did feel, oh, the animation wasn't consistent. Majority overall, yes. However, they're, yeah, just like when they were just sitting and talking, or if they were talking in a room, it was just like, uh, what's, yeah, like why, why have you chipped down that? Um, but overall, it's solely good, so pumped, can't wait. Um, and if you haven't gone seen it, go check it out. If you like superheroes, if you like something that, yeah, I'm gonna, I can't believe it, you know, something like Marvel, as in like you know. If people believe Marvel's good and free and you know, they, they don't go too dark or you don't want to go too Snyder dark, this is more darker because of what happens. Um, but it's it, you know it's a really good show. They've done really well with it. And the fact that I do like how dark it does get because, you, you, know, you, you know, one of the questions you always ask as a comic reader is like, you know, what, what happens if Superman just said, you know what? Fuck it. I've had enough. I'm going to I'm gonna snap some necks. And yeah, and the rest is history, which you know, they've done the comics multiple, 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 multiple times. But it's nice seeing that on the screen on what happens and like, you know, a- answers that what if question. But yeah, go check that out. I got a solid, solid review um, on it. And it's one of my top recommendations right up there with all the movies that you should see before you die. What if MCU, not the room. Not the first Suicide Squad movie. None of those. They're crap. <laughs> well, The Room you should probably still watch just to see how shit it is. But uh, yeah, solid and invincible. And yeah, all good. Uh, moving on, uh, I haven't got a lot of new game news. However, there was something very humbling I did see this week, which I think was really, you know, just remind me of what kind of community this is. So, God of War 2, there's been obviously a big gap between when the game was released compared to the other one. And the voice actor for uh, Kratos, his name's Christopher Judd, uh, he got his uh, starring rock of fame in Stargate, fantastic TV series, and then Stargate Atlantis, and um, moving on from there. Um, he actually posted on his Twitter saying, in fact, look, he said, you know, the... Uh, the production company, uh, sorry, the company won't um, tell you, but the game was actually delayed because of myself. He said that he had to go through some surgeries for his back and his shoulders due to um, just due to his body. And he said, you know, he said they won't tell you this, but I want to take full responsibility for it. This is the reason why, and I just want to get out there. And he was like, you know, I appreciate them pushing this back for me, letting me to do this. And, and all that. And I thought that was fantastic. And the whole gaming community has come together for him and been like, you know, that's great. And, you know, that's you know, that's good on their part. You know, it's good publicity. You know, it's nice that he's actually told us. Because every time we see a game delayed, it's always, obviously, 
negative and disappointment and the question comes going, why are you delaying it? What's wrong with the game? What did you miss? What have you stuffed up that you need to fix? But you know, you see something like this and it's actually really humbling to see something like, like that. And like, you know, my thoughts go out to him. I hope he's very healthy. I hope he's doing well. Um, and the fact that, you know, something like that just makes you more like makes you more think of this kind of community that we're in when you know when a voice cast and when the, the the gaming studio are you know are all in this together and really making sure to bring you the best game possible and you know, the fact is that you know they've delayed it they could have easily got Kratos you know recast for someone else and you know to hit that deadline yet they're like no we'll wait we'll wait you know which you know I'm sure. I'm sure they weren't overly because they're like, all right, if we have to delay it. Then you can just still fine tweak the game. There's more testing you can do on it. You know, they could. It wasn't a limit. Like, well, we're just going to sit here and wait. Well, no, because there's more stuff they're going to do. More fine tweak the game. All get ready for the release. And yeah, when I read that, I thought that was really humbling. I thought, you know, that was you know, good on for him for coming forward. You know, it's good on him the fact that you know. He, you know, he came to the fans. He wanted to tell them. He was like, look, you know, it's, it's my fault. It's delayed, but it's not because I'm shit. It's because, like, you know, the fact that I had to go through some surgeries. I had to get better before, I, you know, I could walk in, in the studio and do the thousands, thousands, and thousands of lines of dialogue. Um, but yeah, I thought you know, that was a really good movie, really good moment to. For everyone to remember what kind of community that we're in and what kind of community that we want you know, the gaming to be, um, you know, in aspect of the fact, like you know, what gaming can do, and that's fantastic to see. So I thought that was really humbling. That was a wholesome moment when he came forward, and yeah, every comment I've seen, everyone's been like, "Yeah, that doesn't matter if it's delayed. You know, get well, get better. Thank you for letting us know." And I've even seen people also. So, you know, tweet the studio, being like, you know, you did really good on playing the game for him, you know, to bring that experience. And, you know, that's that's what a gaming community should be like. That's that's the wholesome stuff. Not, not like, you know, trolling, bashing, you know, d- death threats, anything like that. That's, no. That's all shit. And if you ever do that, take a good hard look at yourself and be like, really? Like, are you... De- death threatening someone because the game got delayed or something hasn't been announced. However, I will admit, uh, when I did see when Red Dead Redemption 2 got delayed a whole year, uh, my heart did drop and I was like, what? What? A whole fucking year? A whole freaking year it's been delayed? Why? What could you possibly... I will admit, I did go through those emotions. However... I got over it, and then the game that did come out was fantastic, and Red Dead Redemption 2 is a fantastic effing game, and it's beautiful. It's stunning kind of game, and Rockstar delivered like how they always do. Um, but yeah, go check that. Yeah, but go check that out. You know, it's really nice that that's the wholesome stuff that we do see from time to time, and it's a good reminder as well. Um, also, another thing in gaming news. Um, there's, uh, if you do it right, there's a game called Evil Genius. Uh, Evil Genius. It's a strategy game where you get to play as a James Bond villain, basically, and you go try and take over the world. Minions base strategy. It's a lot of fun. I remember when I first got the game, when the first one came back in like 2003 or four, and I loved it. It was so much fun because it was something different. You know, you weren't playing the hero. Um, and then they've created, obviously, many years later, they've made it Evil Genius two. And I haven't got a PC that can run it to that kind of level. So I was kind of gutted because I was like, oh, I'm going to go buy a new PC, fork out a man of money to buy it. But uh, I did see uh, the latest news I have seen about the game, about Evil Genius 2, is the fact that it is coming to consoles. It is coming to PlayStation. It's coming to Xbox. It's, um, obviously, all of them. There is no release date, yet it is meant to happen later this year. Um, which is I'm really pumped for. It's I will be one of my gaming reviews. This game's a lot of fun. Like if you just you know it doesn't take itself too seriously. It is a lot of fun to do. Um, and all the quips, gags. You know you can get you can get um you know assassins to try and take out the good guys. 
And you know, it's just, yeah, it's, I will say it's just something different. You know, you're not playing the hero and it's a lot of fun, especially if you're a strategy game kind of guy like myself, like between this, like right now I'm playing Surviving Mars again because they had the latest DLC, uh, uh, Underground and Beyond. Still a few bugs out to go fix out that, but that was a lot of fun. Uh, obviously, we're still playing uh, Surviving, the, Surviving the Aftermath because they bring out a update. Yeah, that's still... That's still in development mode, so that's still not the full game. Um, but yeah, Evil Genius 2 comes consoles later this year, and I totally forgot Jurassic World Evolution 2 comes out this year as well, um, which was you know, the park-building game, obviously Jurassic Park, which if you haven't played that, please go play it. It's a lot of fun if you like those, but I totally forgot that's coming out as well later this year. A lot is coming out this later three months. It feels like we had like a four-month gap of just nothing coming out. And I will admit, because I was saying this to, uh, I can't remember what I was saying it the other day, but like same thing, like, you know, it just feels like this year, I don't know, because of COVID, but like, it feels like there's just been a giant gap for games coming out. Like, stuff has come out, but nothing major. However, I say that, um, which I do have to get my hands on, Hot Wheels, um, Hot Wheels Unleashed uh, came out, uh, Unleashed, I think that's the right name. I'm probably, I'm 50-50 right now. Uh, that came out. I posted my review on my Instagram page. That got 9 out of 10 from IGN. Apparently, it's fantastic. Dean's raving about that game, saying how good it is. Like, you know, it's just a good old school arcade racing game, which, you know, is Hot Wheels, which Mark did mention very much. He's like, pretty much once you get this DeLorean, that's it. That's the only car I want is the DeLorean. Same thing in Rocket League. Uh, but yeah, go check out Hot Wheels because apparently it's you know it's doing really well. Your reviews are all positive for it. Um, but yeah, guys, that was my reviews. That's my latest news f- for this episode. Please go check out my Facebook page and I will say my website soon. Um, but yeah, go to Instagram. Please always like, share, subscribe. And until next time, guys, which I'll be bringing out the whole season of What If, which I'm so pumped for. Hope you guys have a great day, have a great week, and keep ranting. And until next time. Thanks for listening to Lights, Camera, Rant. If you like the show, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. While you're at it, leave us a rating and review, and be sure to tell your friends. Until next time, happy ranting. Happy ranting.